Welcome to the first of the Ruth Advent bonus episodes. This is a series of four short episodes following each episode in Ruth. To understand this episode, read each chapter of Ruth or listen to the corresponding episode of Ruth from season eight at the Bible Book Club because we read it to you. The Advent season consists of four weeks symbolized by the lighting of the candle Each week, though, has a special focus. The candles are lit on each of the four Sundays leading up to Christmas with a fifth candle in the center. That's called the Christ candle. That will be lit on Christmas Eve. The specific names of the four candles can vary slightly depending on the tradition that you subscribe to or denomination that you're in. But here are the most common. They are hope, love, faith, and joy. This week, the first week, we'll focus on hope. It symbolizes the hope of the coming Messiah, and it reminds us of the prophecies of hope throughout the Old Testament that foretold the birth of Jesus, like in the book of Ruth. All right, let's set this up first. What is an Advent? Like, why do we do this? Well, the definition of Advent is the long-awaited arrival of something significant, usually a notable person or event. Now, the long-awaited arrival that we anticipate at Christmas is the birth of Jesus. Fortunately for us, we only have to wait 12 months every year to celebrate, but the people of the Old Testament had been waiting for thousands of years. The wait began all the way back in Genesis 3 after the fall. God told Adam and Eve in verse 15, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring or seed and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. This verse is called the first gospel or good news or the proto-evangelium. From the time Adam and Eve heard of this promised offspring or seed, they began to wait for the birth of the child that would redeem them from their fallen situation. And their children waited, and then their children's children waited, and so on and so on, until most of a very populated world was waiting. That is why the dating system of our years is B.C., and AD. BC and AD stand for before Christ and Anno Domini. Anno Domini is Latin for in the year of the Lord. The BC AD dating system was created by a Christian monk. The point is that the advent of Christ was so notable that all of history is numbered as occurring either before or after Christ's birth. Today, we Advent, or await, the birth every year at Christmas. The birth of Christ is surely the greatest news of all time. Susan, can you help me understand how the book of Ruth is a Christmas story? What is the connection? Okay, because the Israelites were waiting for this one seed, they started tracking their offspring. (laughs) That is why the Bible is filled with genealogies. As the Israelites tracked, God revealed which branch of the family that saving seed or Savior would come from. In Genesis 18, they learned he would come from the seed of Abraham. And in Genesis 49, they learned he would come from the tribe of Judah. After that, there were prophecies or hints along the way, but nothing significant. Until about a thousand years before the birth, when the Bible zeroes in on a location, the town of Bethlehem, where not one, but three special births will take place. The book of Ruth 
is a story about the first birth. So we will Advent for the next four weeks, a little over a thousand years before the Savior arrived, when Jesus was still just an inconceivable promise, a glimmer of hope somewhere in the future. Buck, our producer, just giving you a little bit of the talent we have here in the room, and it's not Heather and I when it comes to singing. Actually, you can sing too, can't you? A little. Oh my gosh, Sometimes. I cannot. Our Advent story, a story anticipating the Savior's birth, takes place in a little town called Bethlehem, where unbeknownst to anyone, the dark streets shined with the everlasting light and the hopes and fears of all the years were going to be met through a faithful couple, not Joseph and Mary, but another couple. Boaz and Ruth. So here's Ruth chapter one, Advent week one, hope. Scene one, from Bethlehem to Moab and back, we discuss this a little bit in episode one. There are three main characters, Naomi, Ruth, Orpah. Naomi is an Israelite living in Moab because there had been a famine in Bethlehem. Ruth and Orpah are her Moabite daughters-in-law. All three are widows, alone and struggling to survive. Naomi needs the support of her family, and she yearns to return to Bethlehem. Now, Bethlehem ironically means house of bread, and the famine there was over. Was Naomi simply yearning physically? Was she hungry for food? Or was Naomi yearning emotionally? Was she grieving for family and fellowship? Or was Naomi yearning spiritually? Was her heart craving worship? We just don't know. As you look back on your year, reflect on your struggles. Were they physical, emotional, spiritual, all three? Is there anything you are yearning for that you have lost? Your health, family, fellowship, or worship? If so, focus on Naomi's story for the next four weeks. Ask God to restore you as God restored her. Pray for the ability to hope. Pray for the courage to make a change like Naomi did. Scene two, choices on the road. Naomi, Orpah, and Ruth begin the long and dangerous journey to Bethlehem. When Naomi realizes that it is impractical for Orpah and Ruth to go with her, that they should stay with their families and their gods, Orpah eventually agrees and returns. But Ruth clings to Naomi and refuses, stating that Naomi's people and God will be hers. Ruth has learned to love the Lord, and Naomi is her only connection to the God of Israel. Ruth would rather travel forward in danger than turn back to the spiritual emptiness of the past. We are all on the road of life, just like Orpah and Ruth. 
And we all have choices along the way. Even in daily choices, we can make a move toward God or away from God. Ponder your day. What steps did you take? In what you said and how you acted, did you take a step toward God or away? Ponder your year. Are you closer to God now than you were at this time last year? If you are struggling to move forward in your faith, focus on Ruth's story for the next four weeks. Pray for God to reveal what is holding you back. Ask God to build your faith erase your doubts, or carry your fears. Scene three, the bitter return. Naomi and Ruth arrive in Bethlehem and create quite a stir with the women. The women's comments about Naomi brings out her bitterness. She doesn't want to be called Naomi, which means sweet. She doesn't feel sweet. She tells the women to call her Mara, which means bitter. Now the women's comments about Ruth declare her as an outcast. The people call her Ruth the Moabite. The Moabites were enemies of the Israelites. It was as if they were calling her Ruth the enemy. The return to Bethlehem does not seem to be going well, but the chapter ends with a sweet little hint of hope. Naomi and Ruth arrived in Bethlehem just as the barley harvest was beginning. Little did they know this was a hint for far more. For in John 3, 6, Jesus revealed, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. The promised seed that they hoped and waited for would be the bread for everlasting life. And he would come from this little town of Bethlehem. As you look forward to next year, what do you feel? Are you filled with hope like Ruth or anxiety and perhaps even bitterness like Naomi? Ask God to fill you with hope. For the next four weeks of Advent, as we anticipate the arrival of Jesus' birth, the birth when the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight, the birth when the inconceivable promises made way back in Genesis become real, how can you make sure not to miss it? Hiding underneath the wrapping paper, stuffed in between dinner and dessert, lost in hours on the Hallmark Channel. Shift your focus onto Jesus and the hope this coming Advent season. Thank you for joining us for this Advent bonus episode. Our next regular episode drops this Monday. Have a Merry Christmas.